Welcome along to the Yellow Army Talker United Herald Express Devon Live podcast, subtitled this week "Angry Men Drinking Tea." <laughs> um, yeah, well, we uh, since we last met, Talker United have been relegated, as you'll know, unless you've been on a, a different planet for the week. Uh, a draw at Hartlepool on Saturday was not enough. Talker will play in National League South next season. Um, Tuesday night, I think we need to spend quite a substantial part of the podcast talking about Tuesday night yeah, because it was kind of a watershed match. It was a desperately bad game of football, wasn't it? Talking United 3, Geisley 4. Well, you, if you, you honestly couldn't have written the script beforehand. You couldn't have. United come home after Hartlepool uh, and what I thought, and I think what everybody thought, was a pretty manful effort up there. It mm. didn't, wasn't enough in the end. Uh, by the way, have they been missing chances all season? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. they have. Um, and they couldn't quite force the win there. Uh, but they emerged at least from the day, if not the season, with a bit of credit up there. Two home games to come. Yeah. Ebbsfleet, obviously, on Saturday is going to be a, a toughie. But Geisley, bottom of the league, and also down uh, at home on the Tuesday night. Uh, and, of course, the game started... Um, you couldn't have written that script either. Well, no, we, uh, everybody came in with uh, high hopes, didn't yeah. they? Uh, um, there was, a, it was, by the way, it was a horrible night. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool on the tally against Roma, um, uh, and just over a thousand of United's. Well, we keep calling yeah. them diehards, but I don't know what the extra. No. You know, I, don't, I don't know what more die harder than die hard is, but anyway, it was the Geisley fans that got us up over the thousand, though, wasn't it? Yes, it was a thousand and, and seven, seven, and there were twenty odd yeah. of them. Yeah, so, so without the Geisley fans, we'd have been below a thousand correct. for the first time. Oh, in since many, I can many years. Remember. Yeah, that's right. Um, almost back to like to Webby's days, Dave wasn't Webb's it? days yeah. in the mid nineteen eighties. But in some ways, uh, in the build up to the game, lots of people were saying to me and our groom, we said, "Oh, we're lucky to get if we get a thousand tonight. We'll do okay if we get a thousand. Yeah. Yes, and sure enough. Uh, um, but you know, in pretty desperate circumstances. What happens? Less than three minutes gone. Elliot Main runs through, uh, um, clipped by a defender from behind, penalty, and the defender is sent off. What, uh, could, what could possibly go wrong from there on? <laughs> you would have thought. Uh, uh, well, there you go. Um, and everything uh, did. Remain misses the penalty. In fairness, I've watched it again now, and much more than on the night, uh, it's a it's a pretty good save by the uh, yeah. uh, Geisley goalkeeper. Um, low down to his right-hand side. Did he move? Yes, of course he did. Moves, all goalkeepers do. We're but, missing penalties, though, aren't we? Well, and, uh, absolutely. Um, and this is a skill which uh, are we any good at in this country? And it's no Not good just blaming the people no. at the top. Uh, um, this is a skill which is a combination of brain, yeah. gumption, and technique. A nerve. Yeah, yeah. a nerve. Yeah. That, that's, a, yeah. that's a better word, yeah. And we simply don't have enough people that are good at it at any level of English football. And it may actually tell us something about yeah. the way we fared in, in football generally over the last years. But anyway, that's for another day's conversation. But... From the penalty save, literally from the penalty save, Geisley goes straight up to the other end of the pitch yeah. and score a goal which the entire United defence will still be having nightmares about. Um, so they're down to 10 men and they've taken yeah. the lead. The only reason they won't be having nightmares about it, David, is because there was worse to come. Well, <laughs> there was. Anyway, um, what is it, 11, uh, seven, eight minutes later... Yeah. Uh, Liam Davis, who actually did quite well down the left-hand side most of the he evening. Had a good first half, uh, didn't good he? First yeah. half yes, that's a good first half. Uh, crosses it and Reese Healy uh, um, 
equalises. Um, for a little spell, United were thoroughly on top and had the mm-hmm. Geisley goal under serious pressure. The keeper made a whole series of good saves and United were unlucky not to take the lead. But when they didn't take the lead, what did it do? It starts giving Geisley a bit more yeah. hope. Yeah. And they started to embarrass United with their 10 men against United's 11. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the, the next three Geisley goals... Are, are you know right out of yeah. a, a, a free header uh, for uh, Richard Liber, uh, Rowan Liber, the Reading striker at a corner. That one goes in. The gentleman's excuse me in the, the gentleman's uh, excuse area. me between Sean McGinty and Vincent Durrell uh, for the next one. Um, uh, uh, Sean McGinty, I'm sure, will be asking himself if there was any doubt that Durrell was ever going to come and get there, let's just stake the thing, you know, yeah. into... Well, there is no Rose Z near there, but uh, um, uh, aim for one. Um, and then the final goal comes from a keeper. Their keeper punches the ball out yeah. uh, to, to, to a player. He lumps it up to Lybird on halfway. Lybird beats McGinty, far too strong and quick enough for, for Luke Young to get back and recover, and that's, and that's number four. So uh, in at least two of the go- four goals have literally gone from their goalkeeper yeah. into the back of our net within t- two three passes, if that. Um, and it was it was horrifying to watch. It was, it? It and just, of course the, yeah. the, the 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 shining light for United, and it's bound to crop up in plenty of quizzes in future years, isn't it? Is that Reese Healy scores a hat trick and finishes on the losing side? Yeah. Um, did, did he claim the match ball? By the way, I don't suppose you, it's I one he's go- it's not no, one he's going to be very proud of. I no, thought, quite. But and, and this is a player it. who Vincent uh, Vincent who, who who Neil Warnock, sort of out of the goodness of his heart, sent yeah. to us to try and haul us out of trouble with that hat trick. Has he is he now level as United's top scorer? He's got five, hasn't he? He's got he five, 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 yeah, no, five, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, I think he's been terrific value. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, I thought on Tuesday, um, Remain always puts a shift in. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I thought he continued to do uh, Davis decent first half. Uh, remain bloody good most of the match. He yeah. he, he actually could have had five Forced or six. A great on the save off the keeper as well, didn't That's he? That's right. Yeah. He, he could have had four or five, uh, and then you start struggling. You do because um, it, it was a desperate performance. The fans on the pop side they unveiled their banner that said, "Is this our five-year plan?" Yeah. Um, and I thought, funny enough, on the evening that was a telling moment anyway, and the applause around the ground that followed it. And I mean, these are all moments, aren't they? Which, yeah. which, spark, which spark emotions and circumstances, and and it's it's desperate and it's horrible for everybody involved in the club. But I think United on Tuesday night got away lightly. I I, I think. Yeah. What uh, for you mean in terms, in terms of, of criticism? Of the, of in terms criticism, of the fan ter- fan absolutely. Term, I yeah. did feel sorry for Sean McGinty. You got involved in a bit of a spat with someone on, with some people on the pop side. He's been hugely committed over the last two years. All right, he may not play brilliantly every week and everything, but he's he's a captain. He's a young man. He 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 cares, to my certain knowledge, at least as much as anybody else in the club. Um, and that was an expression of frustration and yeah. anger and whatever other phrases you want to put up uh, on. I know Gary Howe certainly got some stick, and we'll we'll yeah. come to that in a minute. But if you think, uh, as I've mentioned in a, a piece I think on the website, uh, if you think of the sort of reception that that sort of performance and that sort of result in this circumstance yeah. of a team that's just been relegated to the league would have put on at somewhere like Tranmere Rovers or... 
uh, well, we can all think of loads of, yeah. of northern grounds yeah. and stuff like that, they would have sent them to the dressing rooms, and it wouldn't just have been a groaning and a moaning and all that kind of stuff. They would have, they would have well, it, I, I, I've seen it at odd times. I can remember a game at Port Vale a few years ago, um, a few years ago, it was a few years ago, Mike Green was playing manager back in the yeah. 70s. They were having a bad time. We were going okay at the time. And Mike Green volleyed one in from the edge of the area. He was a centre-half, by the way. It was a pretty good effort. And we were one up within 10 minutes of Port Vale, and it started straight away. And how that Port Vale... We won 2-1 in the end. How that Port Vale team got through the 90 minutes, I don't know, because the fans never, ever stopped. No. They absolutely ripped them to pieces. And it was the whole ground... Yeah, and, I, and I can yeah. remember watching that game thinking, there's no way we're losing this. Not, not in this atmosphere. We, we, we won 2-1 in the end. But, uh, and, and so any players who may be think, feeling a bit sorry for themselves, and I know, you know most of them are sensible lads and they won't be going down this road, but United in fact, and that's one of the frustrating things about United at the moment, is that you know, they've got supporters who, even after six years of this, you know, I Talk mean, United have not finished yeah. in the top half of any table they've competed in for six years. These things uh, keep uh, cropping up on my Facebook timeline. Four years ago you wrote this, three years ago you wrote this, and it's, it's just a litany of, of yeah. despair, so, isn't it, for the last and, six and years? And when you think that United, before Tuesday night, I think they still had the 12th highest aggregate attend uh, average attendance in the league, which was over 1,700. You know, yeah. at this stage, after after all of this, so nobody can level anything at the supporters. The supporters, as far as I can turn, can shout exactly what they like at the moment, and mm. and 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 they can and do. And that, well, it's always been there, right? But you know what I mean. It, it, it's it's desperate for them. And and uh, you know, I travelled up last weekend to Hartlepool. Um, uh, we worked out, by the way, that it was nearly as far as from Paris to Vienna uh, after yeah. we'd after we'd managed to get back. Anyway, <laughs> we went to, to Hartlepool, more than 150 uh, yeah. uh, supporters up there. Um, uh, apart from, you know, the Wrexham's, I think, Wrexham took more, I think, Tranmere had taken more, and one other club, I think, took, has taken more. Only three other clubs have taken more fans to Hartlepool this season for a league game. Yeah. Um, and you're not, they were fantastic last weekend. They were just unbelievable. They never stopped singing and shouting from the first minute to the last, even when Barrow took the lead at Aldershot, yeah. and we more or yeah. less knew that, that, that uh, because obviously if Barrow had won, uh, nothing that United could have done would have saved them. But um, So, no, no, I, 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 uh, United fans don't have anything to prove to anybody. Um, uh, and I think, in the circumstances... Uh, maybe it was the rain, and they couldn't wait to get <laughs> to yeah, get home. Yeah. That prob that might have saved them. Uh, um, and and I think, in a funny sort of way, uh, United, in that respect at least, got off a little bit lightly. Now, Gary Hour's position. I mean, Gary has has been quite emotional after the last couple of games. His his um, his statements afterwards. He's obviously you know he's feeling this. But to play devil's advocate for a moment, you and I have both been reporting on Talkie United through many managers. And we have seen managers depart the club for less than has happened this season. We've not been out of the bottom four since October. Tuesday night was a disgraceful performance from a Talk United team. Where does Gary Owens stand now? I mean, you've been at his press conference today. I mean, he's obviously had to confront some people who are, who are unhappy with the way things are going. But uh, by the look of it, he's determined to carry the job through, isn't he? Yes, and, and I think the situation at the moment is that he appears to retain the support of uh, Clark Osborne, the owner. Um, 
uh, he isn't by nature a, a quitting sort of person. Mm. We're talking about a Geordie here uh, uh, who had a long, long career, playing career at the top level uh, and, yeah. and, and, and other levels. Um, he, he is... He's not a shrinking violet, really, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, and he was absolutely adamant today that he is not quitting and he, w- and he, and he won't quit. Um, uh, and I can understand that. Uh, uh, he, he, he came to Torquay uh, from Bath City, um, uh, where obviously he's got quite a bit of experience of managing in the league, unfortunately, we're going into, not yeah. that that's necessarily a consoling factor. Um, uh, on the back of what Clark Osborne called this five-year plan, which I'm sure did not involve going down to the no. National League South, um, United he has never managed to pull the club around and and pull them out of it. Of course, he's inevitably going to be compared with one of the men who actually applied for the job at Plainmore, uh, Mark Yates, yeah. uh, who, in yeah. fairness, I understand, applied and then withdrew his application for one reason or another, who's obviously turned Solihull round in spectacular yeah. style. They're, they're now virtually mid-table now. In fact, they are. Um, and one or two other managers who have done pretty good jobs in the circumstance, um, he hasn't been able to. You do have to factor in stuff like, you know, he inherited somebody else's squad. Well, so did Mark Yates. Um, uh, and I think there were certain telling points in the season when he expected it to turn around, either in terms of squad or results. Yeah. He talked for a very long time before Christmas uh, about January, 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 January. That will be the crucial month. He brought in some lone players who, when you look back on it now, actually appeared at the time to be improving us a little bit, including yeah. Reese Murphy and Josh McCoy. Mm. Um, all right, not saying they tore any trees up, but uh, United started to look a little bit more competitive at that particular time. And I can remember going to... Um, uh, Dagenham in October time when United lost to that last minute penalty uh, 1-0 and I watched United then they were fitter more organised more committed and I thought yes this is the yeah. way this is, we'll fight our way out of this and for one reason or another that hasn't happened and then in January when I think Gary Owers expected to be able to go out and sign two or three yeah. key senior players to pull us round, plus one or two youngsters. In fact, what happened was he wasn't able to sign the the the, the, the key senior players, and he and and we've obviously had an awful lot of young low knees in yeah. Uh, yeah. since then. And there was a very telling moment for me when Alex Davy, who had been on loan to United yes. for yeah. Cheltenham, uh, from Cheltenham, Gary, he was available. His contract was up at Cheltenham mid-season. Gary Hours offered him a contract, and he ended, and he was on the point of signing it. I think, in fact, they'd shaken hands on the deal. And he ended up going to Boreham Wood for a little bit more money, not an enormous amount. His folks live up in London. He comes out from that part of the world. And he decided to go and play for Boreham Wood, who obviously were well up the table. Uh, We all know about the level of their crowds, etc., etc. But Boreham Wood, because of their circumstances in London and the money they get from Arsenal for their women's team playing there each season they were able to offer Alex Davy a little bit more than United were offering. And geographically, yeah. logistically, for all the other reasons, he ended up signing for them rather than us. And for me, that rather summed up the position that the club had fallen to. Uh, um, yeah. I'm sure that in most of the last few seasons, uh, um, and particularly, obviously, 
uh, a little while ago, there wouldn't have been any question of Alex Davey going to Boreham Wood instead of Torquay United. So what does Gary Owens have to do in, in the short term, before Saturday's game, and in the longer term, because we already know that he's, he, he knows what he wants to do and players' destinies will be decided by tea time on Saturday. But what does he have to do to win the fans over? Because the fans are angry. The fans, you know, there have been calls for a change know, I, of management. Yes, there has. What can he do? Absolutely. Uh, and and uh, he was talking about that this week. He said, he said, I know there's plenty of people, you know, around the club who don't think, you know, mm. that the club should, should go and find another manager. He says, I do believe I do have support, you know, amongst some, amongst some fans and within the club. Um, and he said all he can do in, these situa- in this situation is get his head down, uh, um, rebuild the team and yeah. come out punching at the start of next season with a team which he says his aim is to win the National League South next season. Well, uh, that, that doesn't take a great deal of working out in, with all due respect to him because United will be the biggest club ever to have played in the National League South. They, yeah. prob- they probably, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm holding back from saying certainly because when you have clubs up in the home counties you know, with backers and sponsors and stuff like that, you hesitate to say that United will definitely have the biggest budget, but I'm 95% certain that they will have the biggest budget, and I have heard of the sort of figures they've been offering to players, and, well, if that isn't good enough to attract people to play for the club, certainly at that level... And this this uh, is uh, what we believe Torquay are offering players at other clubs. That's right, yeah, and and inside the club as well, you know, offering players contracts for next season. Um, uh, now you know football's a crazy game, and you hear all sorts of weird and wonderful stories about what what other clubs are paying players. But um, I was certainly pleasantly surprised when I heard the, the sort of money that was being yeah. offered. Now, um, as so far as this if, season if he, is concerned, you, you, your question about Gary yeah. about about what can he do? I I I don't think there's anything he can do now. Mm. I I think he has to hope and pray that. Uh, the team that he puts out on Saturday puts on some sort of performance, puts on a, a decent performance against Ebbsfleet. I do think it's a bit of a help that we're playing Ebbsfleet rather than somebody like Geisley again, um, yeah. because um, if they aren't at it against Ebbsfleet on Saturday, then <laughs> it, one dreads to think what might happen. Yeah. Um, but I think he just has to grit his teeth. He said in his press conference today, he, he said, to be honest with you, he said, I won't, I, 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 I'm, I'm paraphrasing him now, but it, it was, um, I, I, I won't be uh, um, sorry to hear the final whistle on Saturday. Yeah. Because yeah. he said, n- not that, you know, he said basically because it will mean it will be the end of this and the start of what he wants to do. Okay. Now, you can so argue if, until you... If, if he can come out and say, over the weekend and say, X player has signed on the dotted well, line. Well, this is, this is the point that, that one of the things I, I, I made in the paper last week, not, not this week, is that when United came down in yeah. 2007, after the Chris Roberts fiasco, etc., etc., et and that change was made by the new board, and of course we all remember now that it followed Mike Bateson not being sure whether he had sold the club or not, and poor Liam Rossini being recalled for 10 minutes. But anyway, when the sale eventually went through and Colin Lee moved in with Paul Buckle, they were ready to to hit that summer running, let yeah. alone the following, the, the August. Uh, and within a week of the season finishing, United were signing players, two bought from Exeter City, uh, and by the end of May, I think, yeah, uh, the, the, the squad was already rising. The Herald Express was happily a daily paper then, uh, and I can remember sort of almost on a daily basis writing a, yeah. a story about another new player coming in. 
uh, and they were able to reinvigorate and galvanise the supporters on the, on the back of that. And I suppose the point you're making, which is quite right, is that that sort of stuff needs to happen pretty quickly. Yeah. A, are, a marquee signing of some sort. Well, not what, necessarily a marquee signing, but a signing, a statement of intent that's right. quickly. Well, it, it would be hugely yeah. important. Now, it's all very well wanting these things to happen, yeah, but yeah. players... Yeah. Uh, there's an interesting dynamic here, is that, is that every uh, all players on conference... Sorry, National League contracts. Those contracts finish at the end of next week. Yeah. And the players don't get paid after that. If you play for a football league club, your contract runs to June the 30th. Right. And in most cases, you get paid for another month after that, which, which uh, explains why so many football league players leave it until August before signing for, for, for new clubs. Um, so the, the, the people that... Gary Hours in this situation, and I'm sure other managers around it are, are offering contracts to now, yeah. have the choice. If they say now, uh, sorry, yes, now, they can sign on the line and start getting paid. Right. If they don't, yeah. and of course many players at this time go in for a bit of brinkmanship and see what else might be out there and blah, 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 blah. Um, are, we but, still, are we dealing with agents even at this level, oh, you're telling me. National League South you're, level? You're tell- um, yes, I probably wouldn't be at all surprised. Okay. Yeah. Um, that they, uh, you know, are able to, but they're not getting paid, mm, and yeah. and so that is another dynamic to to, to throw into it, uh, and of course Gary Hours has already said that if he offers a player a contract now, and the player says thank you very much, I'll just want two or three weeks to have a think about it, uh, uh, the message is also by the way, if you come back in two or three weeks' time and say yes, I'll accept that, you ain't getting it back paid till the day I offered you, no. I offered it to you. So there's all of that sort of stuff uh, um, to go on. Um, and I think, you know, uh, I, your original question was, I don't think there's an awful lot he can do now no. to win back the supporters. And the point you're making is that what he does in the summer, and not only what he does, you've got season ticket prices, ticket prices for next year, yeah, yeah. hugely yeah. Yeah. significant point for supporters. Uh, um, there's a huge amount of infrastructure work going on through the summer. Um, United are just about to pay, take the pub back, uh, Boots and Laces. That's being refurbished. The Gulls Lodge accommodation for players, which is quite a thing to be able to offer a player mm. to come yeah. back down to Torquay, uh, at least as a holding place before they get somewhere else for themselves. In other words, they haven't got to look around for accommodation to start with. Um, uh, um, more money on the pitch at Plainmore, more money being spent out at Seal Hayne. There's going to be a new gym going in there, improvements to the to the to the training pitch surfaces yeah. and to the the pitch that will hold United's reserve team next season in the Peninsula League. So there's all of this going on, but uh, um, uh, top and bottom of it, the supporters want to see some players. Yeah, uh, yeah. and and the only I think the only way that Gary Hours can really has a chance of getting himself back. Uh, in uh, the supporters' good books is next July and August, yeah. when United come back out for next season. Um, and as he readily admitted at his press conference today, United have to come out and start winning from day one. Mm. Yes, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not, you know, no, nothing less will be, um, you know, acceptable uh, on the back of what's been an absolutely disastrous season you know it's really horrible you know united have lost 12 out of their 22 home games this season yeah. uh, um, it's it, you know th- th- this is unthinkable sort of stuff at home record guysley bless them have done the double over us for the last two seasons um, uh, um, it's, and, at least we haven't got to play them next season. No, that's but true. But as you said in the piece today, there are plenty more Geisleys waiting out there, aren't there? Yeah, 
um, uh, and and it and I, I was quite pleased to hear when Gary Hour said today uh, that he put the accent in his talks about recruitment on men experience etc because I'm still convinced if you go down to the National League South as has been proved in the National League and throw a load of with all due respect to them and I'm sure they will end up being good players and having fine careers but uh, a load of under 21 and under 23 yeah. players from higher level into the Chippenham Towns and the uh, uh, Hampton and Richmond's or whoever it is we bump into Habit and Waterlooville who are absolutely flying at the moment and may actually win promotion up into yeah. uh, under Lee Bradbury the old Portsmouth player apparently they are real you don't take Good them choice. on yes no, exactly yeah. you have to yeah. be prepared for a battle against yeah. them so all of these things are waiting for United and, and um, you know I've no doubt at all that if Gary Hours puts the sort of squad that we all have in mind in other words a kind of Paul Buckle squad of 2007, Hargreaves, Sills, etc., etc., and transferred back down. I don't mean literally, obviously, but that type of player. Yeah. Tried, trusted, horses for courses, then uh, I've no doubt at all that United will be highly competitive, and fingers crossed that Hereford end up in the Conference South as opposed to the Conference North. But we're all, we're, we're all rooting yeah. for two more games against them, yeah. aren't we? So let's look at this squad then. We've brought the, um, the programme, more on the programme in a minute, by the way. Yes. But um, we. The squad. So who stays, who goes, and who don't we know? Let's go through the squad. We'll, let's just go through it from top to bottom. Ryan Clark. Um, as situation? far as I understand it, he has another year left on his contract at, at Plainmore. Okay, number two is Michi Afete. He's on loan from Norwich City. So he's he's going anyway. He's a loan player. He goes yeah. back. Liam Davis. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't put it beyond the possibility that Michi Afete might be interested in staying. But, okay. but, but as things stand, he's technically... A Norwich City player and his loan ends, and yeah. he will go back there. Whether whether there may be any possibility of him coming back That'd or be not. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yep. Okay, Liam Davis. Uh, out of contract. So he's a. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. He, yeah. These will be players who decisions have to be made on whether they're offered new contracts or released. Sean McGinty. Similar. Okay, Josh Gowling is uh, the next as one. As far as I understand it, he has another year left on his contract at Plainmore. Okay. Sam Cheney, of course, he's been out on loan for a long time. Been out he? on loan at Whitehall for most of the season, but his contract is up, as far as I know, so decision to be made on him. Luke Young? Contract is up. There are a lot of these, aren't there? Yeah. John Paul Pittman? Uh, as far as I'm aware, he has another year left on his contract at Plainmore. OK, Rory Keating? Contract up. Jake Gosling? As far as I know, his contract is up. By the way, if any of these turn out to be wrong, I'm, I'm, I'm giving this information on the best of my knowledge. Um, yeah. uh, that there's always a possibility that uh, and, and I've missed fair, something. And or, football or clubs don't always let us in. Or oh, no, absolutely not. They don't. Do they but so, so apologies if, if any of these are maybe uh, you know, a year out, but I don't think, I don't think many of them are. Jakub Sokolik? Uh, he's on uh, a short contract deal, so his contract runs out at the end of the season. And right. more about him in a minute. Rhys Mitchell? Uh, contract up. He's on. He's another one, a bit like Sokolik. OK, Tommy O'Sullivan is a lone player. A lone player, player from so Colchester. He goes back. Jan Klukowski? Uh, I'm pretty sure his contract's up. Jamie Reid? Uh, under contract for next season. He is, isn't he? Neil Osborne, goalkeeper? Uh, contract up, as far as I know. OK. Aaron Barnes is a lone player, isn't he? Correct, Colchester. Elliot Romain? He's a lone player uh, so, and has another year on his contract at Dagenham. So, so uh, 
Uh, Strictly I, I speaking. Think, I think we all know that yeah. uh, um, we'd all very much like him to stay. Um, and a lot will depend there on whether Dagenham, with all their financial problems, um, uh, how determined yeah. they would be to try and keep him in honour of that second year. But um, I think it's fair to say that he's a target for Gary that's, Hours. That's a very should good, we, should that's we a put very, it diplomatically? That, that's a pretty good word, yeah. OK. Uh, George Dowling is a lone player. Bristol City. So he goes back. Conrad Balatoni. Uh, contract up. Rhys Healy is a lone, lone player, player of course. City. Connor Lemon Hay Evans is as well. Bristol City. Vincent Dorrell. Uh, his contract is up at Playing Moor. And Brett Williams. Uh, similar. Okay, so just to, to crunch that down for you then, the players who are, uh, whose loans are up and are going. Uh, as we, far as we know, by the way. As far as we yeah. know. Effete O'Sullivan, Barnes, Romain, Dowling, Healy, and Lemon Hay Evans. The four players that we think are under contract for next season Clark, Gowling, Pittman and Reed, which means that Gary Hours is currently making decisions on Davis, McGinty, Cheney, Young, Keating, Gosling, Sokolik, Mitchell, Klukowski, Osborne, Balatoni, Durrell and Williams. Yeah. He's got his work cut out, hasn't he? He certainly has. Um, and uh, he, he has already said that he has made some offers yeah. to some of those players. So some fresh contract offers. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where that yeah. goes. Well, retained um, list day always always used to be and a, of course, a, a big day. Didn't and it? of course it's not, it's not the same retained list day as usual. Uh, um, Gary Hours has brought this forward yeah. uh, to Saturday afternoon. Normally it's Monday stroke Tuesday uh, and people like you and me hang around the office and keep making phone calls to try and find yeah. out who has and who hasn't and when the list is going to be released. Now it's um, uh, it's all going to take place after the final whistle on Saturday, or well, l at least let the final whistle die down. Uh, not quite sure when the Player of the Year presentations will be made, whether it's before or after. But um, yeah. all the players, um, I, I think some one or two of them were, were wanted either to get away pretty quickly or weren't going to be around for one reason or another yeah. on on Monday. So I think when they realise, obviously, they've got an early kickoff on Saturday, 12.30, there was this window late afternoon. Yeah. And, I mean, it's going to be quite a... It's going to be brutal, isn't it? How, 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 quite how long each will get. It'll be like... Uh, it'll be like, it'll be like a visit to the dentist. It'll be sitting in the waiting yeah, room, yeah, That's right, or a doctor's, a doctor's a visit. A copy of yachting monthly and yeah. waiting to be called in. Yeah, how, how long do doctors <laughs> give you these days? It's about, it's, about, long. it's about 20 minutes, isn't it? Right, or whatever sorry. it is. Anyway, so... That's the way it's going to be done, yeah. and uh, Gary Hour said today that, well, hopefully by six o'clock, yeah. all those players will know uh, what the decisions are. I, I can't help thinking that quite a few of them are mm. probably expecting something, well, as, as always, every year, yeah. um, uh, and, and others won't be. Um, Fans will, will all have their own opinions on, on what you as, do in as each ever, of those cases. As, as, as ever, absolutely. People have their favourites, they have strong yeah. views on, on who, who could help and who, who couldn't help. I, 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 I've, and, we, and, and we yeah. do as well. Uh, um, I, I'm, I'm in the camp that uh, is of the opinion that people have to be made of the right stuff, yeah. more or less. Old Jimmy Greaves used to say that there's never been a good team yet without a cheat in it, and I should know because I was it. Um, uh, so you do have to have that. And, and uh, Gary Hours was stressing that we have to find somebody that can put the ball in the yeah. back of the net on yeah. a regular basis. As far as I'm concerned, if we had had Elliot Romain 
and Reese Healy up front, and I know they're both lone players, and mm. it's probably fantasy land. Uh, none of this would have happened. We would have been halfway up that league. Uh, and I think Romain is the type of player, well, he proved it the last time he was playing in the Conference South. He scored a load of goals for Eastbourne Borough before going to um, uh, uh, Dagenham. Yeah. Um, and he is the kind of hard running, uh, pacey, bit of attitude striker yeah. um, that I think, you know, well, it doesn't take a genius to work it out, that we need. Um, so, uh, you know, let's see what happens with him. Yeah. As as things stand, you know, he's somebody else's player anyway. So um, uh, you'd have to clear that hurdle before Indeed. he even went down there. But uh, by the way, and I think Healy's been he's Healy's been really good. Uh, Neil Neil Warnock knew exactly what he's doing when he sent him yeah. down here. Um, uh, uh, he he took a little while to get up and running. Um, and he has played in this sort of slightly deep lying role. He does. As, he as, does as go a, deep, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's where yeah. Gary Owls has asked him to play. Yeah. Um, um, uh, uh, instead of right up against the last defender. Um, but you know, uh, he, his hat trick on Tuesday night was was a was a you know a, a clear indication of what sort of you know, well. lad he is. And, nice and but his general all round play is yeah. is good as well. I'm not saying he's perfect because he makes the odd mistake. But he and he's. At Hartlepool last Saturday, uh, um, he, he I, I looked at him about 15 minutes from time, and he 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 was struggling to raise a gallop. He he, he was he was yeah. that tired, and so were plenty of others as well. I, I take my hat off last Saturday, by the way, to Jamie Reed. Um, uh, you know, nothing stuff didn't go right for him at times. Of course, it didn't, uh, but he put a huge shift in on yeah. Saturday. Uh, for a club he holds very dear, uh, Luke Young the same as always. It almost goes without saying with Luke Young, um, uh, and it, it was just a bit sad that it wasn't quite good enough. But when you think that if United had had, had survived last Saturday, I'm sure Tuesday night wouldn't have happened in the way it did. But they no, kind of I like think that's probably fair enough. You know yeah. exactly. Yeah. Tuesday night was kind of like on the fag end of Saturday. Still wasn't acceptable, but still. Um, uh, and it, you know the unpalatable fact is that United have gone down with a whimper. Um, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They, they've they've only got forty one points as things stand going into the last match of the season, um, which is this. Uh, and and before Tuesday night, that was the same number of goals they'd scored as well, which mm. was a, which was a an, which has been a key factor all season. Yeah. I think Jamie Reid's the leading scorer with six. Uh, the the two strikers that that uh, uh, Guysley put out against us on Saturday. Uh, Liebird on loan from Reading and Southwell as yeah. a result of Tuesday night. They've only been at Geisley for six months. Well, no, less than that. Well, December time. Mm. And I think Liebird's got eight now and Southwell's got six. So they're two strikers for a team at the bottom of the table who've got 14 in half a season. Uh, uh, it, it, it doesn't take a great no. deal of working out, does it? So you did mention briefly uh, Player of the Year. Now, people can still vote. They can still vote. Uh, uh, There isn't a a link, as I understand, but they can vote by sending your your choices to reception at talkyunited.com. That, I understand, is the way to do it now. An email vote now. An email vote now. Uh, People were doing paper votes on Tuesday evening, so um, uh, they can tackle it that way. Yeah. Uh, and we should um, remind people once again, of course, that uh, Saturday's game at home to Ebbsfleet, last game of the season, is a 12.30 kickoff. Correct. 
because all the games have to start at the same time on they the last do. day of the season, and one of the games, I don't know which one actually, it certainly isn't us, no. is, uh, is on BT Sports, that's from right. TV, isn't so it? It moves, so it moves for, for telly. Yeah. Um, so 12, obviously quite 30. a lot of, uh, of um, playoff issues to be sorted out. I think there's about four clubs going for two playoff, the last two playoff places. Um, and of course, we're still not certain whether Woking or Barrow are going, to, are coming yeah. down with us, as it were. Yeah. Um, uh, Barrow are at home to Chester, and you have yeah. to fancy them. Woking are playing Dover, who need a result to haul themselves back into the playoffs. Um, so, uh, and it looks there you go as if Wrexham might miss out yet again. Really? What a, yeah. what a, uh, you know, they looked absolutely nailed on for yeah. the first, what, two-thirds of the season and they've slipped out of it. Okay, and we promised to mention the programme. We've got, um, the, the programmes this season have been excellent. We have to, I mean... We it's do, a football league programme, isn't it? It is, it's absolutely outstanding. Yeah. And there's been, well, Dave, you tell us, the feature that's been running all season. Yes, it's, it's been called Greatest Goals and it was, it, was, it was off the back of a fan's vote of, of the greatest goals in... Uh, Various positions on the pitch, starting with manager, yeah. goalkeeper, fullback, centre half, winger, central midfield player, striker, and uh, right throughout the season, every single issue has contained another round of all of those figures moving up the table. Yeah, uh, and um, Tim Herbert, uh, the, the club secretary, has been in charge of this, uh, and of course, Saturday's last game of the season, we finally come to. Uh, the people who the fans voted yeah. as their number ones. Um, uh, it would be uh, wrong of me to to reveal yeah, uh, by a, um, a programme uh, yes. uh, 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 exactly who they are. I think quite a lot of the fans who have followed this through the season will probably be able to work out pretty well with the people who haven't appeared so far. Um, but it's interesting that of the seven positions, including manager, um, four of them are f- are people who played for the club or uh, managed the club yeah. <laughs> um, f- at least 40 years ago. Um, uh, and uh, um, there aren't any uh, fairly recent uh, representatives, put it like that. Um, okay. But it's a very interesting final selection. Yeah. Uh, when I sat down and, and did some of the words with it with, with Tim this week, I, I, I didn't get a couple of them. To, really? my sh- yeah. to my great yeah. shame, uh, and yet, as soon, of course, as soon as he said the answer, I should have worked it out straight away. But it was maybe because I didn't have the rest of the no. list in front of me. But um, wonder, very interesting. And I wonder uh, which kit goes on the cover this week. Oh, that's is, a good is it, point. Is it yeah. the current the, kit? The, maybe? The, 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 the front cover of the program each week has changed yeah. to, to, to carry the kit of a, of a past. My favourite's already season. gone. The white one with the. Um, the, the yes, blue, the blue, blue band. Yeah. But, uh, um, so um, that will that, be a, a, a nice thing. I think it's a program that deserves to be more widely read than it possibly is. Um, and I'm sure, with a bit of luck, quite a few fans who have been collecting these through the season um, will make a point of, of, of buying Saturdays. Uh, there are some very interesting uh, 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 names in there. Um, it, it, it would be wrong to. Uh, yeah, to announce it here, yeah, mainly, yeah. mainly because uh, Tim Herbert <laughs> would never forgive me if I no, did, but uh, um, there you go. Well, thank you very much for listening. This has been our longest uh, Yellow Army no, podcast of the season, Yeah, but there was a lot to talk about. We did indeed have much to discuss yeah. this week. We'll be back next week, whatever happens, uh, we'll, we will have a great deal to discuss next week because we'll know which players then uh, Gary Hours has kept and which players he's cut. So... Much. It's that time of year, isn't it? It's it's just so desperately sad that 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 after 
you know, the supporters and the club have been through so much in the last few years, off the pitch, on it, um, that that it's come to this. And also, so frustratingly, at a time when whatever anybody thinks about Clark Osborne and, and absolutely accept that a lot of people doubt his motives for being here, etc., 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 but uh, by hook or by crook, he's brought some stability and some financial backing to the club, which yeah. hasn't existed for some time, um, and is putting that in. Uh, and at this particular time, unfortunately, on the football side, you know, it, well, it, it hasn't been able to be turned around. And, everything um, about the club is OK until yes, you get to the white line, isn't that's it? Right. And, and that's right. And that's when it all goes and, wrong. Uh, you know, of course, as ever, that's what makes owning and running and trying to run a football club interesting. Yeah. If it was a garden centre, uh, uh, it would be slightly more straightforward, wouldn't it? But it would. um, uh, And you can put all the money you like into boxes, restaurants, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. There's only one thing that ultimately counts at a football club, and that's what happens at 3 o'clock yeah. on a Saturday afternoon. It is. Or at 12.30 on this particular <laughs> Saturday. Good point. We will see you there. Um, do come up and say hello. Tell us what you like about the podcast. Tell us what you don't like about the podcast. We'll keep going through the close season as well. Uh, we'll finish as ever one more time. Come, come on, on you yellows. yellows.